This is Let Your Voice Be Heard right here on WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. Ah, ah, oh, oh, what was that? What was that? I'm horrible. Breathing, I'm breathing horrible because I'm still hungover, so shut your stupid face. All right, frat anyway. bro, farmer bro. You know, Stanley's bro. a frat bro, so he's kind of like a farmer bro. Oh, I'm super good at bro it up. You don't even know. He's a bro. All right, so, well, this isn't about bros. This is about IDs. It's about protecting ourselves from terrorism with those four agencies that probably don't do anything anyway because who knows what they're actually doing. They're, like, reading your emails and looking at your dirty pictures. <laughs> Anyways. Looking at my before and after gym pictures that I took. Speaking of identification, um, I'm going to give you a lot of really good information right now about the Real ID Act. A lot of people are talking about it this week. It's a really important thing. I'm going to try and break it down, tell you what it is, what it requires, and what you need to know about going forward because we live in New York. Uh, we're broadcasting from New York. I realize not everybody listening to the show is in New York. Um, but I do also think that a majority of the people who are listening probably are. And so I'm going to give you some information that's really going to affect you. Uh, but if you're also listening from outside of here, keep listening because this is some really good information for everybody. So you might have heard this week that residents of New York, New Hampshire, Minnesota, Louisiana, and the American Samoa, you're going to need a passport next year or an enhanced driver's license, which is known as an EDL. So if you hear me say EDL during this segment, that means enhanced driver's license. Um, and you are going to need a passport or an EDL to fly domestically, meaning within the United States, starting next year. Um, why? Well, at some point in 2016, driver's licenses from those states will no longer be considered sufficient to clear airport security and to board an airplane. This is as a result of this thing called the Real ID Act. Uh, this is a law that was passed by Congress and signed by President George W. Bush in 2005. It is or was at the time when it was passed supposedly a counterterrorism measure, and its purpose was to standardize the reliability and the efficacy of a whole bunch of things, but one of those things was personal identification. Unfortunately, the driver's licenses in a handful of states, they did not make the cut. New York happens to be one of those, and that was because these driver's licenses did not contain enough security features to be able to verify whether they could identify who you were. So... The Department of Homeland Security, which is known as DHS, I know we got a lot of acronyms we got to remember right now, DHS, EDL, NSA, but keep following. Um, they began rolling out the Real ID law in 2014. Phase one involved restricted government areas. Phase two and three concerned semi-restricted areas, for example, nuclear power plants and phage phase four touches on federally regulated aircraft or in layman's terms, Airplanes, and therefore it affects millions of people who live all over the United States. When it rolls out officially next year, travelers um, who live in a, any of these states that I have not mentioned won't have to worry about anything. Um, and if you're going abroad, you won't have to worry about anything because you're going to need your passport anyway. But if you're flying domestically, double check because you need to make sure that your license is going to make the cut. So what is Real ID? Real ID is a coordinated effort by the states and the federal government to improve the reliability and the accuracy of state-issued ID documents. Uh, the idea behind it is to inhibit terrorist ability to evade detection by using using fraudulent documents, um, and it implements a 9-11 commission recommendation to urge the federal government to set standards for the issuances of identification, such as driver's license. As I previously mentioned, DHS is going to be implementing this through a period phased enforcement over the past uh, 
few years, and in particular, the date for the prohibition on boarding aircraft will not occur sooner than next year, 2016. So what does Real ID require? It establishes minimum standards for the production and issue of state-issued driver's licenses and ID cards, and it also authorized grants from the federal government to assist states to come into compliance with these regulations. Regulations. Um, it also prohibits federal agencies from accepting for official uses driver's license and ID cards unless the Department of Homeland Security determines that they meet these standards. Which states, territories, and tribes are affected by this law? Real ID covers all 56 jurisdictions, including 50 states, D.C., all U.S. territories, Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands, Guam, American Samoa, and the Commonwealth of the Northern Mariana Islands. So that's everywhere that is part of the U.S. Um, most states and other jurisdictions have made significant progress in enhancing the security of their licenses. And as a result, 70 to 80 percent of U.S. driver's licenses are are coming from a jurisdiction that either A, is determined to have meeting the standards, or B, comes from a jurisdiction that received an extension. Basically, DHS said, we will waive this for a certain period of time, and therefore they can continue to use the documents they have. Um, Some people have said, well, oh my God, is this a national ID card? No, it is not. Real ID is not a national identification card. Um, In states and territories are going to continue to use their own driver's licenses and ID cards. There is no federal database of driver information and each jurisdiction, meaning each state or territory, will issue its own unique licenses and maintain its own records just like it's always been. Um, What about insecurity. Is my license insecure if a federal agent won't accept it? Is there something wrong with it? No. All states and territories have made tremendous progress in strengthening the security of their driver's license since 9-11, but not being on this list of compliant jurisdictions just means that the Department of Homeland Security has not approved these um, or they don't have sufficient information to figure out if you've met all the requirements of the Real ID Act. It doesn't mean your driver's license becomes invalid. It's still good in the state. You can still drive with it. It just doesn't meet the federal standard for boarding an aircraft. Um, And if my driver's license is um, – what happens if my state – I'm sorry. What happens if my state ID does not meet these requirements? Well, as I already mentioned, individuals with licenses from compliant jurisdictions may present – or non-compliant jurisdictions, I say, may present alternatives. Two of those alternatives are the passport or an EDL, which is an enhanced driver's licenses. Um, can I use my driver's license to board an aircraft? The answer, short answer is yes. The TSA will continue to accept driver's licenses and state-issued ID cards from all jurisdictions till at least 2016. Um, but DHS will also ensure that the public has advance notice as to the last date that regular licenses will be accepted. And that notice will include information about the process that individuals can take that have non-compliant IDs in order to come into compliance before they travel. Um, Will TSA accept identity documents other than licenses? Well, I kind of already answered that. The answer is yes. Um, Currently, states that issue EDLs are Michigan, Minnesota, New York, Vermont, and Washington. Um, But every state, you can get a passport through the federal government um, or a permanent residency card will also suffice. 
So what happens next? The short answer is states have to come into compliance or the citizens of those states need to travel domestically with a passport or an EDL after the cutoff date, which, as I said, hasn't been announced yet. However, I did a little looking into this, and what I found was, according to the Libertarian Cato Institute, the Real ID compliance deadline actually passed more than seven years ago, and not one state is fully in compliance with them, at least according to the Cato Institute, which I have already said is a libertarian think tank. So take that with a grain of salt. But what they say is that DHS has improvised these deadlines, deadline after deadline. And every time they cave and every single time a deadline comes up, DHS says, oh, we're going to push that deadline back. They say that DHS has freely given out deadline extensions to states to make enough showing that they might go along with the federal plans and that every state will be out of compliance the entire year of 2016 with all of the requirements. So the TSA probably will not implement a policy of refusing travelers from noncompliant states, because if TSA does refuse travelers, they not only may have complaints, then intense uproar, there also may be lawsuits about certain states not being in compliance and other states saying, well, you know, these states are not meeting requirements either. So here's my recommendation. And uh, this is the last thing I have to say, and then I'll open it up. If you guys have a comment or a question, I'll gladly take them. My recommendation, not legal advice, because I, again, remember, am not your lawyer. Uh, just because I am a lawyer does we not can't make afford me you. your lawyer. <laughs> so this is just a recommendation. It's not legal advice. Although the Cato Institute may, in fact, be correct, and the deadline may, in fact, get pushed back. Um I wouldn't chance it. Starting next year, if you're planning on taking a trip and you hear the DHS announce that they are going to implement this program and that there is not going to be further extension and you live in a non-compliant state, I highly recommend that you contact your airline, check the TSA website, check the DHS website or your airport's website before you travel so that you don't end up grounded. Guys? Um, My question is, so like if the program is implemented, right? Who is this going to affect the most? Because it seems like if you don't have the proper requirements to travel and you can't afford to get it, this is going to fall on the working class. I was back. I agree. And I know Stanley sort of jumped in there and he said, poor people. I was thinking the same thing, but it's not just any poor people. It's poor people that live in New York, New Hampshire, Minnesota, Louisiana, because all of the other states have gotten their acts together for the most part. And they all have 70 to 80 percent of states, as I mentioned, their IDs are compliant. You're going to be able to fly with them. However, if you are a resident of New York, New Hampshire, Minnesota, Louisiana or the American Samoa and you're poor and you can't afford to get a passport and you Mm. can't get a afford to get an enhanced driver's license, then you're the one that's getting screwed. So it's not just poor people. It's poor people specifically that live in states that are not in compliance, which I guess the second thing is if you want to be vocal about this issue, if that's something that is concerning you and you're going, that's not fair to poor people, then you know another thing you can do aside from making sure that you have the right documents to fly next year is you can contact your representatives in New York State, in New Hampshire, in Minnesota, in Louisiana. You can say, hey, why are we not in compliance? This is your job as the government, your job as executive agencies to make sure that we come into compliance. And why is it that I have to spend money out of my pocket to go get an EDL or to go get a passport money that I don't have because you haven't done your job? So, you know, we can also put pressure on elected officials in these states to say, hey, 
you guys aren't doing your job. You guys need to get with it. You guys need to do your job because this is affecting my pocket. And really, that's not fair because you're the one who's supposed to be taking care of this. No, you're absolutely right. And thank you so much, Alyssa, for breaking down the Real ID Act and how it may affect us here in New York and the other states that she mentioned. Um, On that note, guys, we do have to say goodbye. But guess what? We'll be back next Sunday. And if you can't wait because you miss us that much, you can always subscribe to our podcast on iTunes at LYVBH Radio. You can also find our shows on Scatter Radio. That is ScatterRadio.com, which allows anyone who wants to um, broadcast a podcast or just likes to talk. Or if you just like to listen, go to ScatterRadio.com. You can create your own podcast or you can listen to other great podcasts like Let Your Voice Be Heard. So on that note, guys, we're going to say goodbye, but there's always a way to reach us. And check out our website, L-Y-B-B-L-Y-B-B-H.com.